Hey guys, you're tuned into yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins with your favorite cousins, Dream the Doll, Trinice, and Trey. Yo. So hey, cuzzy. Uh, what you looking forward to these days? Um. Wow. Not like we didn't talk about this. No, but <laughs> I was only, you know, feeding off of, piggybacking off of yours. So I wasn't saying like what I looking forward to. So do you know? Um, I really don't. You probably can go. Um, there is a. I have a couple jobs coming up, which is that's exciting. Shooter is still shooting, and um, a couple shows coming out. Looking forward to P Valley season two. It has that's why I was saying that I wasn't really interested. Like it's just like it is what it is. If it come out, it come out. I'm not like waiting on it or anticipating for it wow. for the return because it's like, girl. Y'all better do something. Y'all fucking are losing me. You're losing me, baby. Well, uh, Miracle was in it this season, right? Yeah. She in this season, and now she pregnant. But That's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, you know, something about that, mm, this relationship just don't sit right with me. Oh, why? I don't know why, but something about it just isn't sitting right with me. Is it because you don't want it to sit right with you? No, it's not even that. You just know how I just got a feeling about this. Mm. it's too soon it's just like i don't know <laughs> it's mm. too soon yeah you think they moving too fast i definitely do and then the fact that he had a, a fiance yeah that's the shadiest he, part for like me. when he was just i mean like granted he was you know already in some type of the limelight but once he really really got on like everybody because he was just tyler perry um and tyler, tyler perry sex cult honey Oh, he wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. He, I know he was in there. No, I'm not saying his sex cult, but like real life Tyler Perry has a sex cult, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> oh my Y'all God. Y'all seen that Boondocks episode? Yes, we did, Maddox. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, he um was in the show that I kept telling you to try to watch, honey. Have and have not, son. Oh, he was in there. Okay. Yes, that's what he like. That's what his notable, mm. um, long, consistent, like. Oh, okay. Tyler Perry put him yeah. on. Got it. Wow. Hmm. So then, as soon as he got fame, honey. First of all, he the girl was never on his page. I know he was on interviews like, "Oh yeah, I have a fiance and blah 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 blah." Maybe blah. he was just doing that because he felt pressured. No, or, he had a fiance. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he was proposed. He proposed to her because he felt pressured, or it was like, "Let me use her because I don't see my career taking off, and his career took off, and he can do what he really wanted to do." They think women just marry uh, men for stability. It is not just the case, honey. It goes the other way, too. So, I don't know. But the one thing I'll say is I try not to look at it negatively first. Because, of course, somebody engaged and now you just not. And now you got somebody pregnant and that short period of time is giving your trash. But it could also be like maybe the woman wasn't great. Or, you know, there's a bunch of factors that we'll never know. So No, I, I'm always blaming the man. Yeah. <laughs> I think anything wrong, I'm blaming the man. I just am like, I don't know. It doesn't, it, it looks a little shady, it looks a little crazy, but I really don't care, honestly. Um, He is in, uh, what's the other show? I like Harlem. He's in Harlem, too. So, that got oh, renewed. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, that got renewed. See, so my thing things. is, like I said before, these shows take too damn long, like, uh, what is y'all doing to like make <laughs> episode? I mean, like the they just suits, they like, just literally ended girl, so many. You know how many shows. things that can go wrong within that long time? Just like the BMF thing. Mm-hmm. Um, little Meats getting locked up for now, real. <laughs> now y'all took so long to re um to record the show and um you know have next season ready. He could be in jail, and now y'all gotta <laughs> hold the show on for who knows when. 
<laughs> that is true. Well, at least his brother bailed him out. Child, I told you. I said, not you using my TV money that I got with you, sir. Yeah, well, and will he get bailed him out? And will he get um arrested for fraud? Um, I guess in that way, but I think it was theft. <sighs> so apparently, he tried to trade in a watch that wasn't paid for to another jeweler. Mm. Oh, white people don't play that. You see, they're gonna use they're gonna use the law against you. Yikes! I never thought of that. What? I don't want you to start thinking about it. I wonder how either. they would even like figure out. Oh, I wonder how they would even figure out like, yeah, this isn't paid off. I mean, clearly, I guess, like, if he got it from somewhere guess, else, yeah, if you or they ran it. Code on, I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm trying to think what else can you might try that. With. Not please, what, not what else could you like try that with? <laughs> not you coming up with a scheme, mm. dreams, schemes. So today we are talking about reconciliation, like you know. When you and somebody or you in a place, because it's not just people, a place, a situation, you've had something go wrong and now you're in a place where you are mending that relationship or you're trying to be open to mending. And we're talking about that process, what it feels like. And, you know, just share how we've been going oh through it. What about VSOP? Dear VSOP. Dear VSOP. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because you know VSOP is Hennessy, but I don't know what that stands for when Hennessy use it. Like VSOP, I never... Oh, let me look it up. Like, I was just listening to that song the other day. I it's a banger. Face, it's a but banger. Yes. But I don't know what that VSOP Hennessy stands for. Bro. I know she stay very special. Yeah, she okay. just always say very special. Um, what? Okay, it says very superior old pale. And that is supposed to be like that type of um type of yak. It's a type of cognac. Um, very special. The VSOP cognacs, which have to be aged in cask for at least four years, are the great all arounders. Four years. Ooh. Uh uh uh. Okay. That stuff like that, you know, this off topic is kind of weird. So do you start certain stuff actually go bad because aging is considered a thing like some type some sort of cheese can actually go bad or is it just aging? No, wine, it definitely no. Back, or is it well, just wine, aging? wine can't. It's just like, I mean, I wonder. I wonder because, because at a certain point that you do have to keep it a certain way so it can maintain. But like when you pickle stuff and brine stuff, the longer it sits, the better it's supposed to be. But I don't know. You can ask somebody about that. We can get somebody in here that can um, tell us about that process because I don't even know. Like, I want to know what you see. But growing up, you're like, oh, cheese that get molded, you can still eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not killing people. <laughs> you can um, still eat it. Yo, I was in the market go. yesterday. They had packaged brown swagger. And I was like, ew, mm. not they packaging it now. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Deadly, I said, wow, I wish Sally was here to see this. It would have made our life mm-hmm. so much easier instead of going to that counter asking for $2 worth. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're sipping on a VSOP. Okay. Um, I still, um, let's see, a VSOP. We can just call it very special old pal, it's fine. There we go. Dear VSOP. That's beautiful. Okay, so if you've had, I'm sure you've had fallings out. We've discussed falling, falling out. out. Yes. So what? And I was never the problem. Okay, we're not going. <laughs> I was again, never the problem. Again, perspective. Um, I guess the first thing is, when do you know you're ready? To give somebody a second chance. You know, that's kind of hard because initially mm. when you in the thick of it, you be like, this ain't never going to yeah. happen. <laughs> nope, 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 yep. nope, nope. Yeah. 
But I guess you know, and it's really hard because like my um child. Like, oh my god. Like I said, my initial thing was or my initial reaction and expectations are like just brush my hands of it. Okay, yeah. But I I don't wanna say because in other situations it's like I could say like if they show effort and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you can show in same in the same sentence somebody can show me effort and I still can be like, Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I think that's what it is. So it's like a double ended sword, like effort, definitely. Okay, that's first. It could be like, Okay, I see you trying. And then the other end of the sword could be like, Why the fuck are you still trying? I told you <laughs> no, leave me alone. Uh, it, I think it depends on um what the situation was. Cause sometimes mm. some things is just that's it. Certain mm. things are just one and done. Other things you can, you know, grow to get over and get through. But I think, yeah, the biggest thing is if there's effort. And for me, I think if there's acknowledgement and then effort, because a lot of times just because somebody didn't intend to hurt you doesn't mean that they don't need to accept that they did. And I think that's really my biggest thing, because I always want to have that closing conversation. You don't get it all the time. But if you can, I always have a conversation to say, like, this is how I feel based on how you did this. Is this what you meant? Or not, because if you never had that conversation, people are going to move forward treating you a way they think is right. And for me, and like I told somebody else, um, it was this guy was I used to talk to, and now like we're cool, we're decent, like we're not like friends, friends, we but we each other. yes, so like we can still be cordial, we talk to each other, whatever. And he was just like, you know, I just was in a place before because like now he was pressing me like, oh, we should hang out more, or you should be with me, and I was like, oh no, honey, never again. So like again, I'm never reconciling in relationship. But friendship, okay, we could do that. And so then um, and he was like, well, I don't know what, I didn't know a lot then. I was younger, whatever. I okay, said, I was not talking about to say, why not in relationship? Because a person can genuinely grow. They can. Now, you don't have the option. You can grow, but just not with me, honey. Absolutely. Oh, but, and that's how I feel. But I mean, but I just like, because I would like have the same, I want to have the same grace. Like, mm. I have been in a situation of, of, of an ex and I'm like, as I look back, I'm like, yo, I really was kind of childish. Mm. Like, not that it's a thought that, oh, I want to be with you still, yeah, yeah, or yeah. I would like to be with you, but it's just like, you just I wonder. mean, I'm not that person anymore. Okay. So today's dream is not <laughs> yesterday's dream. It's not yesterday's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh but I think for me, like, and that's why it depends, like with that, because it's a deeper level of trust, mm-hmm. I'm not willing to go there. And then the thing that I say all the time is like, you keep who you are in every area of your life. So if you're just a bad person, you can be a bad person in business, a bad person in education, a bad like wherever if you don't Is work on true? you. I think so. But that's no, because you know how okay, how people are always like, um, yeah, you are I'm just saying like relationship wise. Mm-hmm. He's a horrible husband, but a great father. Okay, I mean character. Like so But I mean that still things. would be a part of your yeah, character. But because they don't have to exhibit certain the same amount the same type of care then that can they're still that way as a partner like it'd be different if it was like okay he was a bad husband to me but he's a good boyfriend to you like that's different those to me are comparable but a parent relationship versus a romantic relationship is different Mm. it's like being a good sibling and a good friend those are different like it's it's just different expectations and things like that like you could be a great sibling because you have to be connected to that person. And especially depending on your age, like we as family, we know we give our family passes that we won't give other people. 
some of us some of us (laughs) (laughs) so with that there's a a greater grace with blood than it is with water as they like to call Mm -hmm. it but when it comes to certain things like i know certain things that i'll be i have allowed family to do that if a person that i was not connected to did i would never speak to them again it would just be done so it really depends on what that person's position is in your life and how you position them but i'm saying it to say like as far as relationship for me, for this person, the character, the issues that I had with you were character things. So the character that you have, I have not seen change. So for me, that means it's going to still be in everything that okay, you do. Okay, so you're, so you are willing to like, I, excuse me, I guess like, I don't want to say look past it or like give it another try if you see change. Yes, like if I, not, if intentional, because like people are going to tell you the right thing. Like okay, people so always people say come back from their intention and their progression. Yes, from you. Yes, my thing is, um, like I don't think I have any because I'm more so friendly than y'all know. Dream no shit, but something <laughs> is cooking up, honey. Oh, almost come so you know how to be. So there's this guy. Okay, but, but don't be watching the pot on the stove. Yeah, you know what uh-huh. they say. <laughs> but um, so all my um, reference are towards my friendships and stuff like that, but. I don't actually think. Yes, I do. Mm. This one big bitch with this bush. <laughs> okay, but I digress. I don't have but one. Any friendships that I would be like, yeah, I'm definitely not being that person friend again mm. because it's nothing like really detrimental that ended our friendship. It's more principle. Yeah, that ended our friendship, and it's like I want to say. Things that you're aware of. So if you, and then I, I don't give people, like, I'm not pressed or not even, I don't give a, I don't give a care to, like, be like, oh, I could see us being friends again. Yeah. If you are a repeated offender. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I have this one, like, my high school best friend, it's just, like, we fell out, like, a, like, I want to say about, like, two years mm. and then talk and stuff like that. We became friends again and stuff like that. And then it was just, like, girl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's the same character. So it's, yeah, the same character. So it's just like, and my issue was loyalty and like, Mm. y'all know I'm a big personality. Yeah. If a bitch can't take me, it's because a bitch can't (laughs) take me, honey. That's just it. So that was just like, okay. Hmm. Noted. So I think that's why I was easy with this one because you weren't a repeated offender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that does make it easier because, Mm -hmm. like, people make mistakes. And what you said earlier about wanting that same grace. It's crazy because in the same sentence, the other thing was going on at the same time. Mm. You know, because at that time, I just was, you getting the, um, (laughs) you getting the, you getting the, you getting the, you getting the, so, but with the second one, it was already a a case building saying, like, you know, yeah, these are the things mm-hmm. that's pushing me away or looking, making me look at you in a certain type of way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to have to. No, I think I was my mom. My mom was made up. <laughs> my mom was made up. What was it? What was that? The second time. The second time, I think definitely. The second time your mom was made up. Yeah, you know what? No, the first time my mom was made mm-hmm. up, but I was like, let me just hear it out. Okay, you know, maybe I'm just what you call. Then when we sat down, then it was definitely. Then it was up. like. You know what? <laughs> Yo, those closing conversations will tell you everything you need mm-hmm. to know. Like, I have had a couple, um, and I literally text a friend. Like, we got to a place, like, weren't even speaking. It was no effort, whatever. And I just text, like, 
So you can just delete my number. And apparently that's not what you're supposed to text to people, but I just found that out. So, um, yeah, I just was like, you could just delete my number. Or I'll ask. Like, for me, it's hard because I like to let people know up front, like, these are the things that I don't like. And we've said this before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very upfront about what my boundaries are, my triggers are. So when a person does it, one, already, I feel like it's intentional because you know. A lot of times you don't know what will cause a certain reaction out of people. But if a person is telling you, then it seems like you're doing it on purpose. So what I had to understand is sometimes how we communicate what we don't like, people don't understand. So if I say like, you know, I don't like people that's not consistent, they could they could think that just means like support in my life. And I mean that in every area. So like you being late, I don't like that. Or you doing this, I don't like that. So they'd be like, oh, I thought you meant it this way. I know you meant it that way. So it's understanding. And as you get older and you grow, you can see, you just give people more grace, I think. Well, if you really growing yourself, because there's a lot of people that Fuck get older. Fuck that bitch grease. No. <laughs> she slept with my grandmother, man, she honey. Off the family. But yeah, so I just think the the biggest thing for me is to reconcile both parties have to want to. And I think a lot of times, if there's one person that wants it more than the other, if you don't get to, on the same plane with that person, it's never going to work because you both have to be vulnerable enough to say the person that was hurt, that they were hurt and the person that did the hurting, that they apologize and they're sorry. Because if you don't get past that stuff, everything y'all build is going to be built on a lie and they just going to be waiting for you to do something else. Or the person that did it is going to be on eggs, um, on eggshells because they don't know how to move forward. Um, so yeah, I just would like to get back to the second time I'm saying this shit. <laughs> that right there, it's just like just blatantly disrespect. If mm-hmm. you are like that's that'll make me be like. But again, I don't <laughs> have any friendships that I could just be like. So the possibility to re- re- um reconcile re- reconcile reconciling, mm, reconciling is fine. Yes, <laughs> is like the possibility of it. Okay, but that one bitch. Because that bitch is fake, honey. She was a hater. She was hating on Dream from the jump. Mm. And I ain't do nothing but be a good friend to the bitch. So you thought? So I thought, yes. yeah. And that be the work, though, the thing. And that, I think that's how determines, like, your fate. Of how, <laughs> like fate. you said, that closing. But no, that's the closing is more so, like, on yeah. your own terms. But, yeah. like, what got to the situation of before the closing. So the, mm. the um, calm before the storm, I guess. Mm. Um... Yeah, yeah. I um, it's a possibility, say. but but and then another thing with reconciling mm-hmm. is it's you up. <laughs> it's not just it. Don't be the same. It never be the same. With like each, the friendships yeah, or whatever relationship is not because it's so much. You know, now you got to unpack. Uh-huh. Or you think, now this is my thing. <clears throat> the phase that I hate the most in reconciling is that reconnecting. Mm-hmm. Like I hate that because it's like. Y'all got to a place where y'all probably are not talking like y'all mm-hmm. used to. Y'all not doing this. And then you have to start it again. You have to start from zero. Like, how was your day? Like, you got to speak like you the representative and, 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 and again. you the one that's on a, the, um, that's not the wrong one. It's mm-hmm. like so weird. Like, okay, I agree to this person trying to but try it's with weird. It's, it's like, awkward. This, yeah. It's like. And then oh, you got to be careful that everything doesn't re-trigger you. Because when you when you lose that trust in any relationship, you're always looking to protect yourself. Oh, I just told my homegirl the other day. I said, um, "What I say? Oh my god! Okay, so we was having something about. Um, I was saying like her stressing or whatever. Like, you know what? Nope. Because if you gonna be doing too much, I don't need you to stress. And then I be stressing because I gotta mm-hmm. comfort. Oh wait, 
I set a boundary for that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we um restarted our friendship. I set a boundary. Go here, girl. Yeah. You? Like, uh, do you? And it's, I think that, that too, like, when you get to a place, like, I just recently thought that I was reconciling with somebody that's super important to me. And we had a conversation. I thought they was closure. I left. Everything was fine. Then they stopped responding to my messages. And I was like, what? Now, mind you, I'm the wrong party in this situation. So it already took me a long time to decide, like, I want to crack this door again. So I cracked the door and there's a conversation that seemed like it was good. So I was like, okay, that's positive. But what I said was, I want you to know that we have to build back up. Like, we're not just jumping back into what it was. Because, like, that's gone. I think people don't understand. Like, when you do certain things, you, it destroys a relationship in a certain sense. And you have to do it again. You have to make it over. So I was like, I'm fine with starting over, but we just can't go too fast. Like we have to go as far as I'm comfortable because I'm the one that's hurt. And so that was fine, whatever. And so then when I got the response, after I texted them like, hey, I know this ain't responding to me. Like, we good? You still good? And they was just like, you know what? I clearly hurt you a lot and I can't bear to see that. So maybe you just don't need me. And I'm like, this, if you, like, that's a part of reconciliation. You have to own that guilt. You have to own that you hurt that person. And it is, it sucks. But how do you think that person felt? How do you think it felt? How do you think that person felt when they had it? Like, and if they're willing to come forward, and this is why um, I've been praying for women that get cheated on child. because It's a lot. It is a whole lot. Like that whole process of you've been, literally your trust is broken. And a lot of times now it's embarrassing. It's on social media. You got everybody reminding you about it. Then you see this person. And anytime they're doing anything, you're already going to be triggered because you don't know what to trust about it anymore because you didn't see it coming in the first place. And to have a man thinking that, all right, I cheated on her, but she shouldn't change anything is just unrealistic. So I ain't really want to get into the cheaters and reconciling, but that is a very big thing. And I think it affects how people see, if it's not done right, that process, it can affect how women or whomever is cheated on sees My biggest thing about that is that People go back into it thinking um, that they ready, but they really don't mm-hmm. unpack the yeah. whole situation. And then, like, it's like, girl, it's nobody's fault that, <laughs> or boy. Yeah. But, you know, women um, don't really get no grace when it comes to no, they that do bitch not. grace. They, no, they that not. bitch don't come around. <laughs> not for women cheating. For women cheating, But women um, just don't. I don't think they fully now. Hear me out. I'm a feminist. Look, oh, but no, I don't think they actually like fully. Um, mm, you trying to understand? Ooh, wait, I'm trying to say this in I see. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, you know, messing with the ladies. Like, <laughs> I'm pissing them off. So I'm trying to say. I don't think. Uh, I would just say. Let me say someone else's thing. Let me not say this. My no, they already know. <laughs> okay, like, okay. They don't fully like accept or which come. I don't. I think my thing is just if you're willing to take somebody back, you have to deal with like. I don't think. Uh, okay, so don't. If you take them <laughs> back, you should not, you know, fault them for. You, you know what? The cheating because. You are willing to be back with them, so. But I understand. I understand what you're saying because that's definitely don't true. turn the shit to a silver bullet, honey. <laughs> oh, keep killing yourself. Look, yes, you come in here, um, uh, 
you ain't pull, you ain't um you don't want to get me no milk because you used to get that other girl milk. Huh? <laughs> oh, you don't want to turn it. T- you don't want to put the toilet seat down because that other girl house she was. It's just like you yeah. gotta fully accept it. If you accepting that person back, yeah, I think you should just. Like, but I think another part of it is if they're not fully healed from what they went through, they'll like girl, never be able to. I mean, but if not that, you putting your whole self into. I don't know, honey. Like torture, yeah, torment, torturing your yeah. whole self because everything is going to trigger you and yeah. make you think of that situation where you want to take this person back. You know, if we want to get a, a person that's been cheated on and reconciled on the show, please, if you are one that wants to talk about it, hopefully it's a good relationship. <laughs> please let us know. I would love to talk to you, reconciled, because <laughs> because I really be like in my head, I got cheated on. He used to cheat on me. All the time. I'm gonna be laughing. Honestly, do bitch, not be I'm laughing. Gonna put what you call him, but. Look, if you if you have felt victim of cheating, you are nothing one. is nigga. <laughs> but I'm no, I think that is a that is a very important part because in any any relationship, if you're not in a place where you fully process your feelings, it's gonna keep bringing those feelings up. Like I know, um, I fell out with I, I think well, I had the conversation, but me and my college homegirls, we fell out, and once we had that conversation, and I was just like, oh, okay, because I'm done with y'all. After that conversation, I had to go through the process of really like grieving the relationship. And I think that's the thing, grieving the relationship of grieving like what it was, what it could have been. Like y'all really was my niggas for, well, not four years, two and a half years. Y'all really held me down. Like y'all helped me adjust. And now we just not even that anymore. Like when I finally grieved the relationship, then I was in a place where I was ready to be open to something different. Because like you said, it's never going to be the same. But just because it's not the same, it doesn't mean it can't be better. But you got to do the work to make it better. That cheating part, I, I can't. I need, I need I insight. Know. I need insight. So you couldn't go back with a cheater. You don't think you could? Mm, I, I haven't. I am. I mean, I don't. Yes, I have. But <laughs> I would be like, you know, because I am a. Um, some people think that I'm just like, oh, I just am selfish and I don't care. But mm. I actually do care a lot of, about. Yeah. I do. Yes. So I, that's why I do certain things, and people think that I'm being selfish and stuff. But no, I'm actually thinking of you. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be with you because <laughs> I'm sure I probably will cheat. You know what? I think this is a this so is a family I curse because I be feeling the same way. Like it's certain things be, I'm not going to get yeah. close if I know I'm going to ruin. Like for me, I don't want to be the person that causes you this pain. So I will exactly just not. Like I fell out with guys that was like really interested with me, but I'm just like. I'm not ready I'm for, not what you ready for yeah. that. Yeah, and I don't want like you're a cool person. Yeah, I don't want to be the reason you to cause you hurt or anything yeah, and like see, that. See, I feel but like I respect that. People can be like, "How could you do that? That person like you, whatever." And you just want to mm. be a hoe, or you just don't. <laughs> no, but if if you're not ready, and this is again back to reconciling and also knowing, because to make that decision up front means you won't have to reconcile the relationship. You can just let them be, let them be in peace. It's nothing that I hate more. And people that want to drag you down to where they are because they're not ready to come up the way you at. I hate that because I'd rather you be like, you know what? Until I get where I need to be, let me let you be so that if you get something that is what you really want, we can move forward from here. But when you make a clean break with anything, it's easier to reconnect. But when everything is messy and when you haven't had conversations, when y'all don't talk about things, it's so much harder because now you don't trust the communication. You don't trust that they're going to do what they said they're going to do. You just don't trust them anymore. And when the trust is broken outside of just whatever the offense was, it just makes it even worse. But I'm all about if you know you're not ready to be what a person needs, 
if you know you're not able to be what a person needs, leave that person alone. Reconcile. Yeah, like leave it alone. If you don't want to do the work that it takes, don't start the process because that's just going to make it even worse. Like you said, if you know, if he come in here, he come in here two minutes after he said, like on um, white chicks, when she was clocking him everywhere he was going, he was like, I cheated on you in seven minutes. If you know that that's how you feel, don't put yourself through that torment. Reconcile when you're ready. Heal when you're ready. Like, I'm sorry, heal first, then reconcile. Because it's never going to work if you don't heal first. Okay, so what if somebody is, like, really, really trying to reconcile with you? And you just feel obligated to be like, I guess we can. Uh, see, I don't, I don't like that. Because like if they force it, you know, because if they force it, then you don't really want it. And at the end of the day, you're going to blame them when they no, do something wrong. No, that's not true. It's you don't think so? Like, no, because you, you like won't be the first person that's going to say, right, but if like, something goes wrong, you'll say, but you the one that wanted this relationship back. Mm-hmm. That's but what I'm saying. At first, I, like I said, in, in my situation, I was not here for it. Like, my mom made with a, was made up, mm-hmm. especially because I just tried this with a one relationship right before probably like a week before honey i tried with the second one so it was just like mm -mm. let me take notes because the first one got me this Mm -hmm. i wasn't for sure what i wanted to have a full plan (laughs) yeah so after that so it just was like and that's where the you know like the irritation of the person come in because Mm. i felt like i was literally forced in it like even by my other friends and saying like, yeah. y'all don't need the blah, blah, blah. blah oh, people love stuff. saying that. So that was like, big on me. Then, you know, my situation of being a godparent, that was even something else. Yeah. Consider. Me, like, yeah. The, not even consider it. Just be like, yeah, more this weight. is what up is for loss if you just yeah. don't know what you're So yeah. it's like, not that it was forced because nobody can't force me to do anything, honey. But be, I can no, mm, no let's just continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I don't want to say like, what's what it's like. It like you would have a lot of pressure. Leave, so yeah, it's a lot of pressure. pressure yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I feel that way. It's been a lot of relationships that I've been pressured to reconcile and to fix and to do. And for me, the thing that I've been very clear about, especially more lately, because like when I was younger, I just felt like oh, I don't want everybody mad at me because I'm not letting this person mm-hmm. keep hurting me but now i'm in a place where i set that boundary with everybody like if i'm ready if i choose i will but i am not i appreciate it now there are some people that are going to tell you from a perspective because they know you and they know what's best for you like you might be overreacting or it might be something that can be fixed like those people that are actually in your corner but and are those people actually good i mean i guess yeah I guess. it's certain things like if no, it's, 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 it would have to be a, like, case by case because That's some people can, things. okay, yeah. <laughs> some people will say, like, well, you know, you, you just going too serious. Yeah. Lies, they say a person do this to me all the time and yeah. stuff like that. We aren't the same person. Just right. because you allow this don't mean I should allow Absolutely. it and not take you know seriousness or whatever the case yeah, may be but because it is that's why i'm saying that person has to know you it can't mm-hmm. be just like a, a lot of times when i i'll use us if we have a conversation and you're telling me how you feel about xyz when i'm like all right you're right about this first of all validating that person's feelings because to tell somebody all right get over it or just go ahead like that doesn't make them want to continue any relationship and not the one with you but when we talk about it i'll just bring up a perspective that you might not have seen 
will give you like, hey, did you ever think about this? Or did you think about that? And then ask you the questions of like, do you really care about this person? Like, does it really bother you that you're not really talking to them? Like how you really feel? And when you tell me how you really feel, then we go off of that. It's not what I feel. It's what you feel because I'm here to help you, to support you. And it could be, I could be saying, well, I think you need to do this. And you can be like, well, I don't feel like that. And it's like, okay, you're just not in that place. And to force somebody when they're not in a place is going to end up in a disaster anyway. Yeah. So you need, you need wise, you need people that know you, you need wise counsel, you need people that are willing to understand. Like, it's not a simple process. It's literally like, I think the grieving of the past relationship makes it so complicated to reconcile. It's just like regular grief. If you don't grieve it, if you don't let the feelings out, it's going to control how you handle everything. So if you don't grieve that your homegirl from the fifth grade slept with your man, you're going to not want to be friends with women ever. And that's how a lot of people are. They hold on to a hurt that they have not grieved and then it affects their quality of life. And I think I'm all for reconciling. You know, I'm Christian. We're supposed to forgive. It takes me a little minute. Don't think I'm just going to be right off the bat because I do have boundaries. Um, but when it comes to it again, like my biggest things are intention, action and intention. Like if you want to make it better because your mind is made up to change things and you actively acknowledge and you do the work, then yes, we can move forward. So, and I, I say all the time, like me and my father have an amazing relationship now, but when I was younger, I was done with him. And I went to him when I was 19 and I told him basically like, listen, you're trash. This, that, this, this is how you make me feel. I don't like you. You haven't been consistent. And the first thing he did was apologize, which a lot of black parents don't know about. But he apologized. He acknowledged. And then he said, I'm going to do better. Now, from that, and I think this is a big thing, too. From that, I had no expectation. Like, it was like I set the standard. If he meet it, he meet it. If he don't, he don't. I think that's so much easier on you, too. Like, once you do, you know call a person out on a you know ish or whatever and then moving forward you just like it is what it is i'm not holding any expectations of you yeah so it's more easier for like and i think that is something that we do to just be like like a coping mechanism like now i know yeah so if something go home i'm not gonna be like it's not gonna hit me the same yeah and i think um well i left with no expectations but then like he started doing things he started being better he started to actually do what he said he was going to do and then now our relationship like legit is one of the best ones ever so i believe in reconciliation i believe that you can be reconciled and i think it's even better than what it ever was you know what you gotta be careful with too what them fucking um five day trials honey yes you a do person is show you to um yes, you change do. them for a little bit and then same old shit but that's why when we were talking earlier when you asked me about relationships it's harder for me with relationships because i want to watch for time like now I need to see you go through different things in life to see if that's really what you are or if you're just faking to get me back, to put me through it again. Like, I really need to see. And so, like, in the time that I'm watching, like, how you acting, how you thinking, things like that, then I'll decide if, no, for this person, I'm not. I have decided I do not want to. I already lowered my standard for this person and I'm not lowering it again. You ruined it. But <laughs> for other people, it's like, you know, I think there's grace. Everybody needs grace because none of us are, we all should be trying to get better. So if you hold somebody accountable for who they were in the past, if they're actively working to be better, you literally are like stunting the growth. And nobody's going to see you that way either because the people that be judging people so hard can't handle that same judgment ever for whatever reason. So I just think with everybody, all our cousins out there, if y'all got some stuff that y'all need to reconcile, go ahead. If you're in that place, like we say, grieve the relationship, heal. And if you're willing and that person is willing to reconcile, then do that. Because I think there's a lot of beauty 
in the ha- the second half of a journey, even if you had to take a break in the first. I have nothing. Oh, Whitney, said. please. I have nothing. <laughs> so would you would you recommend reconciling? I really wouldn't. You Honestly, wouldn't. I wouldn't. So there's nobody or nothing that you reconcile with. The first time, believe them. <laughs> there's believe nothing him. to no one you reconcile because with it, that you felt because like. Because no, I I don't personally because I'm already a person that's like I am. Uh, I want to say like okay. Contrary to popular belief, I am a very reserved person. Mm-hmm. Only people close to me know like who I really am, like outside of the personality or mm-hmm. like what I do and stuff like that. Like. I don't like a lot of people around me. Like, I don't have a lot of friends. I just know a lot of people. Okay. And I don't have a lot. Of, like, I have a lot of family, but I'm only close to a certain amount of people. Yeah. So it's just like, with me, I'm always like, there you go dreaming again. Because it's like, once I let my guard down or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, this is what you get. Because yeah. you have a, um, you have a, uh, um, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Oh. You have a... T- no, not a template. I don't know, child, but you have been doing this for so long, like, just being like... You know the pattern. Yeah, you know the recipe of mm-hmm. what works for you and how to keep your life, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. less drama-free. Like, I never, like... I be telling people, like, growing up, you know, I'm not to my own horn, honey, but <laughs> I have always been a popular person, but I never really had, like, friend friends like i would be like yeah oh this is my friend this is my friend this is my friend because i just have a lot of um what's the word i just follow a, i mean i like i have a lot of that i'm uh, not that i have a lot of more <laughs> look what i'm talking about highest friendship moves oh okay so I you have, have high standards high for friends. standards yes, yeah for friends because I do think highly of myself as I should. And it's mm-hmm. just like with me not being everybody friend and how every high I'm a high commodity, a hot commodity. Like I I don't want to sound vain, but definitely I, giving vain. I don't want to, but I really tell people that. And it's like, I don't really like having a lot of friends because it's just too much that come with. Me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's too much that come with friendship. And then like at this big age, I am completely done. After last year, I was completely done with the best friend thing. I'm not, mm-hmm. if I'm meeting somebody else, I'm not working. We not working for no title to be best friends. We are just, I don't Dang. even want to say friends. Oh because my God. Like, I am tired of doing this whole, you know, funky shuffle of this friendship, honey. Not the funky shuffle. I'm tired of doing it. It's <laughs> the like, funky friendship shuffle. It's making me, it's draining me to make me think, am I the problem when I know that's not the issue? Oh, we don't know. That is not. I need both sides. Not. I need both sides. It's uh-huh. not because, it's, it's not an issue because, I'm up front. Like, I never hide who I am okay. or my personality. So, in situations, I know I'm a bit much. Yes. But I've always been a bit much. I always presented myself a bit much. And especially is when the bit much is what gravitated you to me. Okay. Yeah. Don't try to be like, oh, now you're uh, doing a bit much. And it's like, I'm a person that I know is a time and a place for everything. Yeah. Like, I just think it'd be jealousy, honestly. Oh, that's not everybody jealousy. I do. Like, all of my friendships, like, y'all hear this delusion. Y'all hear it? It's not delusion. <laughs> it's not delusion. Like, I promise you guys. And because I'm such a vain person and, you know, I'm so self centered, 
I think that's why it's harder for people to actually believe her. I have receipts. My receipts don't lie. Mm. And you can vouch for that. Well, I say that I build people up and give them confidence. Mm. And then they turn around and do like shaky stuff and try to like single white female me. <laughs> it's really hard. Like all of my gay, and that's why there's nothing I don't like gay person. Like I get, you know, I have a big issue. Little Kim is my fave. Yes. And you know, I chew old girl up because of yes, identity death. Yes, yes, you do. And then the fact of it is not paying homage. So it's like, mm-hmm. how can somebody do nothing but look out for you or, you know, pave a way for you yeah. and give you this thing for you to do like under the table, underhand stuff? So it's more like appreciation. Like, yeah. You don't value me as what you I am. You don't value my yeah. friendship. You don't value the privilege to have me yeah, as yeah. a friend and stuff like that. So it's like, Every friendship keeps showing me that. Mm. Now, other friendships be like, I mean, not other things. It's either that or it's always you don't value me because it's like I'm bending over backwards. I yeah. do this for you. I do that for you. It's and I don't crazy. get like the, because, the yeah. bare minimum. Yeah, because so you, I think it's you're saying that. that in the sense of building someone up, like confidence. Yes. But I feel the same way in a lot of relationships, um, friendships um, where it's like, I'm a giver. Like I will give whatever that, that too, my like, time, uh-huh. my energy, my efforts, whatever gifts I have. Like and you don't it, feel appreciated. Yeah, but it's like I, I don't want this. Yeah, I don't want the same thing back. But I want your effort back. Mm-hmm. It's like if we don't have the I'm same gift, so you know exactly. Back, back, like, but it's it's I mean, just the consideration. The it's like okay, um, we went out and we did a shoot. I had a camera. You asked me to do a shoot. Of course, I'm gonna do it. But even while we were out, like you made sure you treated me to dinner. You made sure, like, it's certain things, and I didn't say you had to because I wasn't expecting it. It's but it's yeah, it's just considering of like, okay, this person took their time, or they took mm-hmm. this, or if I had to pay for something else, it would cost and me I this. And I think it go back to taking care of who take care of you. Yes, take care of you. And some people don't do that because once we, because you know, me or you are the people that you know, yeah, take care of. We at a drop of a dime, yeah. or like not even without questioning it. Yeah, and people get too comfortable, and that's the big thing of my situation. Like I felt like with my falling out friends, like people get too comfortable, and mm-hmm. because the lack of appreciation is there, yeah, they feel like they are obligated to that or entitled when yeah, entitled yeah. to it. So when you start taking inventory of mm-hmm. all I can do for you. And, and then when the situation do... come up of yeah. you when I needed you. Yeah. But what I realized is that we train them to see what we do is easy. So they don't see it as a big uh, deal. So is, yeah, so is, it's like they don't see too. the that's effort. Like... It's like parents and kids. Like kids will come in the house, throw their stuff all around, whatever, because they don't see your mother had to get up early, take you to school, go to work all this time. Now she got to come in here and feed you. Now you're giving her extra work. Like they don't see it like that. They just see it like it's about me. I had a rough day. And I think when you have a friendship that's built on how only how you feel is not going to last. Like the reason that me and my best friend have been best friends for as long as we have been is one, we had all the hard conversations the very first year before we became best friends, friends even. And then we always are aware of each other, like basic consideration, not like, Oh, okay. She did this for me. I did this for her. It's plenty of times where I'll do something and I don't need it back. Or I'm not saying like do it back, but my best friend will call me. Um, when I got sick, she lives all the way in Philly. She go puff me stuff at my house. I didn't know she was going to do that. Like, it's small things. And it's just when you know somebody sees that you got stuff on you or sees the stuff is important to you and they invest in it because you would do that for them. And when you don't see that, it feels like you're being used. And that that's really, these are steps to avoid reconciliation. Um, and when a person that is doing a lot feels used, that's, I think that's the end because you really feel like I will give you anything. But for you to take from me, it makes me not. 
I just can't even see you the same. And I told somebody else, I'll do anything for anybody, but I just need appreciation. I need to feel like you know that I'm sacrificing. So I think in all friendships, if people really just take the time to be honest about what they need and what they can give, like we talked about, if you know you can't give what they need, then you can hit the door. But like, and then some things you build to, like, it's all a path that we're all trying to get better. We're all trying to get greater. So we want to give people grace. But we also need to be aware of who we are and how we affect people because that affects their journey too. I'm tired of you not having no final words, Jerry Springer. <laughs> and when I said I didn't, I said more. Look how long we exactly. went. Exactly. Exactly. But yes, cousins, I'm not playing. If y'all have been cheated on, <laughs> if you or your loved one suffer from mesothelioma, it's like, no, if, if y'all do want to talk about it, because I think there is beauty in that story too. I just am tired of men keep making that story. But I think it's beauty in that story. And I think that reconciliation is very important, especially now, um, because a lot of people want to do better. Like, life is bad enough. The people that want to do better, let's give them a chance. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll have that conversation and that'll be a good, nice, good time. And we'll we'll change your um, the names to protect the innocent <laughs> or the non-innocent. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Dream the Doll. That's J R E A M T H A D O L L. And we hope you guys subscribe, like, leave a comment, let us know. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Cousins. And follow me on Instagram at Nizzy89 or my business page, Shooter07. And of course, always Cinco de Mula in here. You know the spelling C-I-N-C-O-D-E-M-U-L-A. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. <laughs> so yeah, follow us, like, subscribe, let us know what y'all think, and hit us in the DMs, all that. See y'all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.